Welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org students, and we hope that this episode is helpful to you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the... Oh, man. You came in. You came in. Strong. You came in guns blazing. You came in this so was, strong. Was like, Hello, everyone. He came in at a 12. Hello, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Should I come in soft? Okay, I'll try to come in at an 8. Right, here we go. Oh, that was good. All right. <clears throat> Hello, everyone, and welcome to... Was that a... What was that? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast. We are kicking off season four, whoop, and whoop. let's go. This is Will McElroy. I'm with Jermaine Harrison, Kaylee Wright, and Ellie Blocker is with us this week, and we are going to be talking about people-pleasing. Ellie, why don't you introduce yourself? I am Ellie Blocker. I'm a senior at Trinity Christian Academy. Go Trojans, Pinkies. Yes, Ellie, oh. yeah. Very excited. Before we get any further, I would love... To just throw out an icebreaker question. Throw it out there, Will. Break the ice with the audience. Okay, you know, ready for as they're listening. What is a food that you once loved, but you learned how it was made, <laughs> and it's never been the same? Okay, I actually mm. really have an honest answer for this. Um, a food that was ruined for me forever was camp ranch dressing. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> ranch dressing specifically made at summer camp is, spoiler alert, a glob of mayonnaise mm. with ranch powder. That's right. No. It is a tub of mayonnaise sprinkled with ranch powder to yeah. deceive you all. If you didn't Barely know, sprinkled. you've been punked. <laughs> <laughs> and it may be ruined. Did you have to too. make this, Kaylee? Yeah, I'm so out on it. I had to make it too. Yeah. And I still loved it, though. You still <laughs> Because <laughs> oh, here's no. my thing. I have learned how many foods are made and I just forget. Mm-hmm. I intentionally just forget. <laughs> like what? What's, like what's an example? Chicken nuggets from McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Everyone's watched mm-hmm. the videos, you know, and yeah. I just forget. And I still love some nugs from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh man, yeah. uh, I'm trying to think. I was trying to decide which one ranch. The ranch at camp is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, eggs at camp are mm-hmm. also a good mm-hmm. one, unless unless that camp is just really like has a connection with a, a legitimate <laughs> chicken farm you are eating powdered powdered eggs um but the the two that came to my mind one cottage cheese mm. oh. because basically it's milk that is intentionally spoiled mm. by the addition of certain enzymes <laughs> to separate it and it becomes this glob these you know like glob chunky milk yeah this, yeah Literally, cottage cheese is lumpy milk. So when when you go somewhere and they're like, you want some cottage cheese on that? You might as well be saying, I'd love some lumpy milk lumpy with my milk. on on top of my burger or whatever yeah. it is. Curdled. So that's one, yeah. and then the other one is has got to be hot dogs. Oh hmm. yeah. You know why? Because this, here's what they do. They say, you know, let's get all the great meat off of whatever the animal is. Let's turn it into brisket. Let's turn it into steak. Let's turn it into all these things. And then at the end, they're like, well, yes, we just have the bones and the crumbs. What should we do with this? <laughs> I know what we'll do. <laughs> let's just make some hot dogs. <laughs> and they puree it and make it into hot dogs. And we all buy it and eat it at our convenience. So do you not eat hot dogs? I still Or have do. you done my strategy and you just <laughs> forget just, about I it? I just forget about it. There you go. Ellie, how about you? I recently found out that 
the ingredients of Skittles mm. and just that it's basically chemicals, like only. It's just like powders and mm. things. Oh my gosh. So you're saying that it's there's the no rainbow? real fruit juice in there? <laughs> there is no real fruit juice <laughs> in the Skittles. It has not stopped me from eating them. Oh. It did take me a minute. Okay. The <laughs> artificial <laughs> flavoring. Skittles yeah. is a good one. Wow. Yeah, that's good. I mean, my stomach kind of hurts after <laughs> thinking of curdled milk and hot dogs. Lumpy milk. Oh also, probably gummy bears fall oh. into the, oh. this, yeah. the category of Skittles too. There's yeah. mm-hmm. even if it says real fruit juice or organic, you, you're right. It's organic, organic chemicals yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that they put it. together. Anyway, got him, Jermaine. <laughs> On that note, well, great question. Um, I really feel like that was able to break the ice yeah. and get us ready for today's conversation, which is going to be about the battle of people pleasing. I'm really excited that we're going to be talking about this. I think that people pleasing um, is you could maybe call it like a respectable sin or something that's just kind of commonly accepted in our society today and specifically in the church or in Christian circles, you know, people pleasing is like, Oh, everyone, everyone struggles with that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Ellie, I'm really glad you're on here. Thanks for being here. And we're excited to just talk about how can teenagers resist uh, the temptation to let what other people think about them be this driving influence in their life. And so really looking forward to that to start us off. um, Would love to hear from you personally. How would you describe people pleasing and how can you tell if you're doing it? Yeah, so I feel like people-pleasing, I feel like it stems from a place of insecurity and like low self-confidence. And I think that it comes out in trying to, you know, find validation and find like praise from other people instead of from the Lord. Because when you have like, you know, insecurities or you're talking negatively about yourself, I think that it just like kind of automatically comes out like as you want to fill that hole or like fill those insecurities with praise and validation from other people. Yeah. And so I feel like, the ways that like I can see it in myself or like I can, you know, catch myself trying to people please is a lot of times, you know, when I feel overly disappointed in other people and I just like feel like everyone is disappointing me because clearly people are never going to be able to fill the hole that I'm trying to get them to fill. And so when I start to realize that they're like consistently disappointing me, it's like good for me to step back and realize, okay, like that's because I'm giving them like an unrealistic like place to fill in my life. And so like if I'm trying to, you know, get all of my affirmation and validation from them, then they're going to disappoint me. And so that's kind of the way that like I see it in myself and that's where I see it come out a lot. That is that is so helpful. As you were talking, what I thought about is, you know, like you mentioned, like people pleasing is or part of it is when you have or experience like a, a low view of yourself, a low, low self-esteem. And man, I think that the gospel of Jesus is um, the hope that we have for our low Mm self-esteem. So it's not like think too highly of yourself, but it's also not think too lowly of yourself. Like there's an accurate view of yourself. And for everyone listening, man, the accurate view of yourself is that the creator of this universe, the creator of everything that is, loves you, created you just the way that you are. And he wants a relationship with you so much so that he made the decision to leave heaven, to become human, to live, to die and to raise again from the dead for your sin, for your brokenness. You are immeasurably valuable to him. And when you don't believe that, when you don't embrace that, the next best thing is to find that validation in people and it is it is a a terrible second option totally Mm -hmm. i think there's this visual of like you're giving other people the stamp of approval in your life of being like i'm giving you this stamp and you get to decide like approval 
not approved, you know, and therefore we like adapt our decisions or our behavior or our words in order to be like, oh, they'll give me the stamp of approval if I say this or people will give me the stamp of approval if I act this way, you know, and so people pleasing Mm -hmm. is such an easy, easy trap to get into. And so we've kind of alluded to this, right? But Ellie, do you feel like people pleasing is a common issue that teenagers face and and why do you think so? Yeah, I think that it definitely is. I think it's such an easy trap to fall into. And I feel like kind of our culture and our society has set it up to where like success is measured by like the praise of other people and like the validation of other people. And like in, you know, kind of like our society, like if you are praised and everyone like accepts what you're doing, then like that's how you can be successful. And so like if you're, you know, doing, going against the flow of what everyone else is doing, then that's a scary thing. Just like that you would be, you know, like not accepted and not liked by other people. Yes. Social media, just your perception socially Mm -hmm. is so fueled by what do other people think Mm -hmm. about me? Like literally that's what cancel culture is based on. Everyone wants to seem to be on the side of whatever is the right perspective. They want to to share that publicly, even if they don't necessarily believe it themselves, but it's, hey, how will I be viewed or how will other people perceive me and how will they respond to me if I don't go along with how the, you know, the majority of people believe on said issue. And so, man, it is such a trap and it it causes people to even be disingenuous to themselves because their ultimate goal isn't to be truly who they are created in the image and likeness of God, but their ultimate goal is what, what do the people that are going to see this post or hear this conversation, how are they going to think of me and how are they going to respond to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. It feels like we're making a strong case, right? That something may not be helpful about people pleasing, right? Mm-hmm. But let's ask it formally, Ellie. What is so bad about people pleasing? What is the problem with it and why why is it hurtful? Yeah, I feel like it's honestly just only ever going to be hurtful to you. Like it's only ever going to disappoint you because putting people in a place that they're not going to be able to fill and putting people like in the place of God is just always going to disappoint because we as humans are fallen and we cannot ever live up to those standards or like give the validation that, you know, we all want because that can truly only come from the Lord. And so it's just only ever going to lead to hurt and it's only ever going to lead to disappointment. Mm -hmm. And I think what's important there is like you said, we put people in a place they will not be able to fill. And as we were talking before this, we talked about how people pleasing is not all bad, right? Like laws, for example, like they're technically people pleasing. Jermaine's my boss. Like I do stuff with him in mind as like what would uh, set Jermaine up for success and make his job easier. So there's definitely a purpose and a place for people pleasing, but it's when you put it out of context and you give other people that stamp of approval for the success in your life and allow them to judge your measure of success, that's when it becomes just so dangerous. That's when uh, it leads to just sinful disappointment. Yeah. Totally. I think it's so important to remember that our validation does not come from man, but it does come from God. And a scripture is a constant reminder of that, that when we seek our validation from anything apart from God, we're going to come up empty handed. And so people pleasing can be hurtful and it can be harmful because it puts us in a position where we're asking human beings to do what only God is designed to do, right? Mm -hmm. Affirm us and satisfy us um, and everything. 
yeah. it's 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 literally idolatry. Like when you read the Bible and you hear of, you know, like the nation of Israel or, you know, all these other ancient civilizations like creating images made of wood and metals and different things like that and bowing down and worshiping them and like, you know, trusting them to provide food and sustenance and all of this stuff. You're just like, that is so weird. Like, why would I why would I put my trust in this random idol? But we do the very same thing, mm-hmm. except we just don't have wooden and 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 metal like figures in front of us. And our idol, the thing we look to for our our success, our approval, and our validation, is what other people think about us. Mm-hmm. And any anything that is in that number one spot in our life that isn't God is an idol and is something that overpromises that it'll give you what you're looking for and always underdelivers because only God can truly deliver on the the satisfaction and peace that that we genuinely desire. That's so good, Jermaine. Ellie, would you mind giving an example of just how has people pleasing played out personally for you? If you have a story, example, um would love to hear personally how that's how that's shown up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have two older siblings that have gone through, you know, like the same stages of life as, you know, I'm following in and same school, same activities and everything. And so I've kind of found myself throughout middle school and especially high school, just trying to live up to their reputation or the expectations that I feel like haven't been set for me, but I have like kind of put there on that coming from other people. And so I think that like trying to, you know, live up to what they were always comes back to like, bite me because I'm, you know, beat myself up for it. If I don't get the same same awards or same things that they got, there was like a student council position that they, you know, were both in throughout high school. And so I was like, oh, this is me. This is what they were. My brother and sister got it. So clearly that's, that's my role as well. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, then when I didn't get it, I was like, okay, well that means, you know, like I'm not, I'm not as good as them, or I didn't live up to this expectation that my parents had for them or the teachers had for me. And so I've just kind of seen myself in high school, like beating myself up if I don't live up to my expectation of what they were. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that story. And I mean, it, it, it's just a, a great example of what Will mentioned a little bit earlier of like, There is, it is good that you have an older brother and sister that you like look up to in the way that they live their life and how they worked hard, you know, academically or with like extracurriculars or whatever it might be. It's a, it's good to have those examples to, to look up to and to want to follow. And so in that sense, like people pleasing is great. If, if your example is someone who is following Jesus and seeking to be excellent in how they work and how they are in relationships, like that's a great, you should people please and follow them. But like where it, where it, be, where it goes off is when, if you don't do exactly what they did or have the same experiences or have the same accolades and it, and it impacts the way you view yourself and you feel disappointed or feel like you're not measuring up um that's when the people pleasing goes the way the enemy wants wanted to go he wants you to have low self-confidence he wants you to feel like you're not measuring up and so that's why people pleasing is so dangerous when it, it comes to our measure of success and our feeling of meaning and value that's so good Ellie, what steps have you taken personally in your life to help guard against people-pleasing tendencies? Mm-hmm. I think coming to community and coming to my parents and my older siblings are people that, you know, I trust and I know that, you know, are wise and can, you know, like counsel me in that has been helpful. But also even more than that, I think learning to just talk to the Lord about it and just come to him and be like, 
say, you know, what I'm struggling with and what, why, why am I like insecure so much that I need to find my validation from other people and just being able to process that in a journal with the, just like me and the Lord. It has been like a really cool and like life-giving practice that I've kind of been able to grow into. And so I've just found that like talking to him about it has helped me even more than, you know, coming to my community, which is like a great resource and like a great place to be able to talk about it. But talking to the Lord about it is like a different, um, you know, type of conversation, which is cool. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Ellie, what would, um, let's say hypothetically, there's a student listening right now who is just stuck in this spiral of people pleasing and idolatry of man and just constantly looking from person to person for the seal of approval or for affirmation or whatever it may be. What is one final piece of advice or encouragement you'd give them? Is there anywhere in the Bible you would take them um, of just like, here's what God's word has to say and here's how that's been encouraging to you? Mm -hmm. I think first of all, like knowing that it's not like a singular struggle, like it's not something that just one person has ever had to deal with or like go through or walk through, but talking to the Lord about it and just sharing, you know, what you're struggling with, sharing the insecurities that you have will only ever be beneficial. There's a verse, Proverbs 25, 29, and it says, fearing people is a dangerous trap, but trusting the Lord means safety. And I think that's just a perfect verse for people pleasing because it's just kind of reiterating that trying to put your worth and your identity in other people is always going to lead to a downhill slope and trusting the Lord will always be safe. And he is you know, worthy of your trust and worthy of putting your identity in him. So good. Galatians 1.10 is a huge verse for me with people pleasing. It says, am I trying to now win the approval of people or of God? If I were pleasing people, um, and if that were my goal, then I would not be Christ's servant. And it's like pretty bold of just like the contrast between mm-hmm. people pleasing and serving Christ, you know, yeah. like they're, mm-hmm. they're left and right. Yes, that your ultimate goal should be to be a servant of Christ. And sometimes when you do that, you won't please people. And mm-hmm. But for the most part, man, if you are in a community of, of faith where you believe the same things and trust and hope in the gospel and you choose to be a servant of Christ, I think the natural outcome outworking of that is that you'll be a blessing to the people around you. And even mm-hmm. if it's not a, a scenario where everyone's a believer or walking with the Lord, like you choosing to be a servant of Christ is one of the most important things and valuable things that you can do. And and hopefully it it sticks with the other people because the reality is exactly what Ellie just said, that you'll always lose if your goal is to please others. But if mm-hmm. your goal is to please Christ, man, you'll win. Mm-hmm. And I think just looking at Christ's life himself, like he was killed because he was not willing to people please, right? And so I think y'all said it well, you cannot effectively share the gospel if you're a people pleaser because the gospel is it's, it's offensive, right? Like, obviously, I don't go around trying to offend people, but if I were to share the gospel to everyone I met today, chances are it would offend someone. Um, and for Jesus, it cost him his life, and it was worth it. Um, and so, love <laughs> yeah, <it. laughs> the message of the gospel is yeah. there's something wrong with you. You are broken. <laughs> you are sinful. And because of that, you are separated from God, and you can't do anything about mm-hmm. it. And the natural response to that is what? Yeah. How dare you? Of course I can. I can work hard enough. I can do enough good things. Mm-hmm. I can fix this. And the gospel says, no, you can't. Yeah. And yeah. if you're a people pleaser, it's hard to share that. Yeah. It's really hard to share that. Yeah. That's yeah. so good. Well, guys, this was an awesome conversation and I hope it continues. If you're listening, I hope this was encouraging. I hope it was challenging and just a 
hopefully humbling reminder that people pleasing is an easy foothold uh, to take us away from Christ and to get us stuck in the cycle of fear of man, where we're seeking the approval of man and not of God. But like Jermaine reminded us, our sufficiency comes from Christ, who we are, um, our value, our worth, um, our esteem is secured in the cross that God loves us so much um, that he would send his son to die for us. And that is the foundation we're working off of. But where we get wrong and where people pleasing comes in is where we start to give that stamp of approval into man. Um, and we allow mankind to be the determiner of if we are worthy or not worthy. But we have hope to seek God's word, to remind us of those truths. And there is a benefit and a blessing of inviting other people in to help us fight this battle Um, of people pleasing. And so we hope this podcast was helpful for you. If you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like for us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Best way to get a hold of us is on Instagram at Shoreline Dallas. Um, But until then, guys, Ellie, thanks for being here. Guys, always a pleasure. We'll see y'all later. Hook them horns. Ellie's wearing a longhorn shirt. See you guys. Hope you're enjoying your run. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs)